there, and welcome to Blue Milk Latte, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me, as always, aboard the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser is our trusty co-pilot, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, welcome back. This week, we are going to be covering all things Cassian Ander, and um, <laughs> we're going to be going... Uh, Chris and I, pretty much, we normally hit up our Star Wars adventures from the previous week and go into the main episode... But this week, our Star Wars adventures are the entire episode. It's true. Yeah. We're going to be going over um, all things uh, Rogue One, Cassian Andor. Um, we had a pretty fun adventure uh, over the weekend um, as of this recording. Um, as of uh, August 28th, that's when most of this fun stuff took place. Uh, August 28th, 2022. We went down to the uh, El Capitan Theater in Hollywood, California. And we got to see a screening of Rogue One. And then attached to the beginning of the film was a 10-minute sneak peek at Cassian Andor. Don't, or, use, don't use air quotes. It was 10 minutes, Ken. I don't know why you're opposed to the idea it was 10 minutes, but it was <laughs> definitely 10 minutes. It was six-minute interview with four minutes of actual footage. Mm, I think. No, I think the footage was longer than that. I yeah. think it, Plus, if you count the trailer, I think they were probably kind of the trailer as part of the uh, the ten minutes. Possibly, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about all the things. Uh, so if you don't want to hear any spoilers, uh, feel free to not listen to this episode. Go listen to a different one. We have lots of fun previous episodes that you guys can catch up on. Go listen to some Clone Wars Revisited if you want to do some Clone Wars stuff. I also um, believe didn't we do a uh, Rogue One retrospective episode? Did we? I think we did. We probably did. On the anniversary for like the five year or ten year or whatever. Yeah, that would have been last year we did a retrospective. You're right. Yeah. Well, we have one there. We're going to be talking about it again, though. because That's fine. I'm just saying, if you don't want to hear the spoilers of the Android TV show, yeah. go listen to that one instead. Because yeah. we say everything we're going to say about uh, Rogue One just a year ago. Although, if you're feeling really up to it, and you're probably not, you could listen to that episode, <laughs> then come back here, listen to this one, and see if we contradict ourselves. It'd be fun. And then you could call us out on Twitter and be like, you guys didn't say that. You thought this. Yeah, I don't 100% remember what I said last time. Yeah, me neither, but I'm pretty sure I feel mostly the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. All right, so, uh, again, talking all things Cassian Andor, or Andor. I keep saying Andor because Stellan Skarsgård plays a character by the name of Luthen Rael, uh, and in the, the sneak peek, he does call Cassian Andor Andor. Andor. And it's a little weird, like, I know that there's at, 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 and lots of things that haunt, Han Solo, Han Solo, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's, it's one just, of those. it's one of those things, but it just sounds really weird coming, coming just off the, off the screen, Cassie and Ander. Anyway, um, so crit, but before we get into the sneak peek here, let's just talk about our day in general leading up to the event. So Chris, uh... How was your day getting to Hollywood and uh, all that stuff? Uh, good. Uh, my son and I took the train in because uh, it's a lot easier and cheaper if you're going into LA to do that. Do it that way because the train station there's a there's a subway stop literally across the street from the theater. Yeah. So that was that made it a lot easier. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, us, we uh, we dropped our uh, our little one off with uh, grandma, and then we made our way that way. So. We also kind of had like a fun little adventure through the, the desert here before heading into the metropolis that is Hollywood. The, the you know, we were joking um, on our way home, um, my girlfriend and I, that, and we were both thinking the same thing. We both said at the same time that Las Vegas is called Sin City, right. but we think it should be Hollywood because there's like, we feel like 
just based on the vibe of Hollywood Boulevard, there's a lot of sinful stuff going on there. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um... And it just blows my mind that, like, like, I mean, you can have El Capitan Theater, a theater owned by Disney, arguably one of the most, or the most, like, wholesome, you know, entertainment pr- provider out there. And Unless then you live in Florida. F- huh? Unless you live in Florida. Yeah, or there. Why? We'll talk about it last time. Okay, like, sure. It's a, it's a politics thing we want to get into. Okay, here. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> no, 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 but we're just thinking, we're just laughing because Disney, I mean, more or less Disney is right there, but then a mere 40 feet away, there could be a guy getting blasted on meth. It's yeah. just pretty crazy in Hollywood. It's it's a crazy town. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you didn't uh, you didn't take the subway. The subway was an the subway going home was an interesting experience. Oh, and it was nighttime too. That's sketch. Uh, it wasn't. wasn't so much it was that. Dusk. It was dusk. But it was like the guy rolls in with like the giant um, like wireless uh, battery operated speaker, uh-huh. like the kind you use at like pep rallies. Okay. On his little cart and starts blaring his music. And, like, he smells like he hasn't showered in a week. Nice. Yeah, and, like, you can smell him from, like, ten feet away while he's just blaring whatever music he's playing. What music is he playing? Uh, what was it? Please tell me it was disco. No, it was something, like, hip-hop-y. Oh, okay. Inspired. Hip-hop. Well, then, on the way on the way <coughs> to the theater, and the, when we were getting there in the morning, there was a guy with his little, like, pocket Bluetooth speaker blaring church music because it was Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. Everything in balance. <laughs> right. Nice. All right, enough uh, Hollywood talk. <laughs> uh, so we'll get kind of right into it. So uh, Tony Gilroy and uh, Diego Luna kind of opened up the little sneak peek, just talking about how excited they were to get to the show. And they were kind of, you know, they're, they're being as vague as possible with some of the stuff, but also kind of hinting to some things that some of the characters may not necessarily appear what we think they will be. And... Um, Pre-show, Chris and I were just talking about this. We think that uh, this whole Stellan Skarsgård character will be maybe, probably a double agent of sorts. He does, to borrow from another Star Wars series, come across as the grief cargo of this piece. Yeah, oh yeah. Where he's like, it seems like he's going to be Ender's uh, kind of contact in Rebellion, but then maybe like turns on him or is a double agent. Yeah, something I, for, I don't know. There's, yeah. a, there's a chance he's kind of like Reef Karga. Yeah, yeah. But then maybe he gets himself redeemed by the end of the first season or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, th- I mean, they did kind of hint at some of that stuff, and they did hint at um, a lot of the stuff that they were doing is pretty massive in scale, which, you know, from the trailer, it kind of looks that way. It looks yeah. pretty massive in scale. Um, Again, I come back to this, and this wasn't necessarily mentioned at all during the sneak peek or anything, but we still have yet to see any force-wielding characters at all. And uh, I remember, I'm bringing it up again, during the Rogue One promotion or promoting, they were very specific that there will be no force users, and of course we saw Darth Vader later on. But in this one, they haven't said anything in regards to anything. They haven't said there will no, not be any characters, or there will definitely be. They haven't said really anything about it. So I'm curious, um, what do you think we will see any Force characters pop up throughout this series? I don't I don't think so. I kind of hope not. Um, yeah. I, as much as I love Jedi, I think, uh, I think it would be interesting to see a show without them. Yeah. Um, Just more of the boots on the ground, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, think about Mando. I mean, Mando has Grogu, but he's not, like, using the Force, like, constantly. 
Yeah. It's very, you know, and, and even with Ahsoka, so they're like, they're not, Ahsoka's only been in like a couple episodes, Luke's only been in a couple episodes, so it's like, they're not, it's not like a show about for about the Force, I think this needs to be something similar about, because you expect Jedi to fight against tyranny, but this is just like normal people deciding that they've had enough and rising up, so I think that needs to be the focus of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the sneak peek, um, I think some of this is leaked online, or as it's kind of funny, like, there's, we saw, like, actual, a good, I'd say four to five minutes of actual footage, um, but I think online there's about 20 seconds or 30 seconds worth of what we saw that's officially released online, and I think some of it's leaking online, but, um, in, in both things, uh, Diego Luna's Cassian Andor pretty much says that, uh, you know, he's questioned how and how he retrieved a piece of like a, a black box of sorts on a star destroyer or something like that. I th- well, um, I think I think part of the premise of the show is and I might be wrong with it. Feels like they're dismantling old uh, like Re- Republic uh, like star destroyers. Okay, I think it's kind of what they're or south or south because there's just some scenes of them like taking something apart. Because he talks about that like they're yeah. dismantling. They're like they're doing salvage. He's doing salvage work, mm. which is something we've seen before in like um, Fallen Order had the same premise in the beginning where he's yeah. working at a junkyard who's dismantling old Clone Wars you know era yeah. uh, stuff but this well this one might be Imperial because of whatever's on the black box yeah yeah so I mean he, he alludes to he's being questioned on how he retrieved it and in both versions he pretty much said you know the Empire is all too confident in their abilities they're, they're I think he uses the exact words of like fat and like lazy yeah. Um, so, and they can never believe, you know, that someone like, like him would just have the, the cojones to just walk in there and steal from them, but yet he does. Right. Um, which, I mean, yeah, it has some, uh, I won't get too much into it. To me, it had some somewhat real world parables, uh, which was pretty interesting to me. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's true of a lot of things. If you just look like you belong somewhere, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. I just think about, like... Like where I work, I work in a big a warehouse situation, and I mean they tell us all to wear our name tags visible so they can make sure that we actually belong there. But theoretically, if you kind of had an idea of what you were doing, you could just walk in because there's so many people working there. Like I think there's you know probably over a thousand people per shift that they wouldn't you know you would just be oh from another department or oh, I'm from here oh I must have got lost or whatever and they you know you yeah. could easily want to run over most of the night yeah and get away with it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so there's that, and then, um, <clears throat> they're debating, you know, what exactly they should be doing for their activity, um, or as far as, like, he's trying to get, uh, sorry, let me back up here. <clears throat> Stellan Scars, Scars, uh, Stellan Scarsgard again, played, uh, is playing a character named Luthen Ryle. He's recru- recruiting Cassian Andor in this, in this scene, and, uh, Andor's kind of going back and forth about, um... Who, who is he? How does he know stuff? And then finally, uh, Lutheran kind of reveals that he knows that his dad was died by a public hanging. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is the Empire's doing, you know, they're kind of, that's how they're having a lot of these citizens of the galaxy submit to, to their power and stuff. Um, it's through fear, right? That's yeah. how the well, Empire... Well, that's what we saw in uh, Ogon. Yeah. That's how, uh, that's what, uh, what's her name? Reva did with that one uh, runaway Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hung up in the middle of the town square at Tatooine. There you go. Yep. Um, so, and then Andor more or less at that point flips out and says, how do you know that? Like, pretty much, like, 
I guess not that many people would know that or should know that, so he kind of freaks out on them. And then all at the same time, they're attacked by, not stormtroopers, but I'm assuming they're like police guards or guard, guards of some kind on whatever yeah. planet they're on. They're wearing like orange and blue. Well, they're, uh, shoot, I think they say it. I think they're, they're Corsac or corporate. Um... They're like security for a company then? Yeah, for yeah, a corporation. Because okay. yeah. there isn't like some of the old expanding universe, I think it's still there in some of the universe, there is, like, a separate... I'm trying to think what they're called. Like, the, the, the corporate sector, where, like, a lot of, like, the industry of the galaxy happens, and they have, like, their own kind of, like, police force. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... When I very first saw the trailer, I thought they were gonna be kind of, like, the good guys. Um, just... I mean, looks can be deceiving just because they were, like, the clean-shaven, good-looking guys, but I guess they're the bad guys. They're wearing, like, the the dark blue and the orange outlined kind of like sort of like futuristic police looking uniforms yeah um so they come in and they start wrecking shop in the scene and the rest of the sneak peek is two minutes worth of action it's pretty awesome action um it was awesome to see it on a big screen it's gonna want to see it you know for real on you know during the episode on my tiny little tv it's not that tiny but um (laughs) compared to a movie screen uh it's gonna be like oh okay yeah this is kind of what they're going for so i think i am confident in the drama of if this is a sneak peek of you know things to come i'm definitely confident in the drama that's to come and i'm definitely confident in the action uh that's to come because there was a lot of crazy stuff going on in the scene um there's um i don't know even how to describe it there's these chains chains hooked up to these barrels and the barrels keep coming undone and then Andor has to like dodge them like over and over and over there's about like I'd say like eight of them in a row that he has to evade and then it felt very much like a video game level (laughs) yeah yeah it was very Tomb Raider-esque yeah yeah as far as like yeah or Uncharted you know anyone take your pick of those um so I mean yeah that was kind of the sneak peek do you want to add anything onto that that Got you thinking about anything? Uh, I'm trying to think. What's, what was in there that, that, that was really good? That's yeah, the majority was, of it. Yeah, that was pretty much everything was the there. Ma- the main thing of intrigue for me was this black box that they took from either... I, I'm, I'm sure they stated it, but I couldn't catch it too much. And, you know, I wasn't doing any, like, note-taking during the thing because I don't want to be a weirdo. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a black box either from, like, a Star Destroyer or from some transport that seems pretty vital to the Empire. Yeah, it's something, something Imperial, and they and whatever it is, it's not the normal kind of, like, contraband you get because he, cause Luthen goes through this whole thing where it's like, he's like, yeah, I know how you work. You bribe a couple, a couple, you know, these security guys, you know, a few credits, and they'll leave stuff behind, or you'll, you know, leave something in the in the wreckage. When you guys are like, you know, uh, salvaging it, you can have it and then sell the black market. He's like, but that's not what this is. Yeah, this is something else. Yeah, but then he doesn't say what that is. So yeah, it has to be something like high profile. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. So in the trailer, I want to talk about this real quick. In the trailer, we see that uh, Saw Gerrera is interacting with um, Stellan Skarsgård character, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it reasonable to assume that we're not going to see Saw interact with Cassian that much? Because, and the only reason I'm saying that is because in the film Rogue One, he seems... Cassian seems pretty desperate to have Jin right. have an audience with him because he doesn't think he's going to be able to buy an audience with him just himself. You right? Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I want—I don't think they're going to be either—they're either, either going to interact and then things are going to go sour, or they're not going to interact at all. Well, we're let's see what they say. We're five, five years yeah. before Rogue One. Yeah. Do we know? Do we remember when 
uh, Jin has her fallout with Saw? Is there a chance we see Jin? It or probably so? was right around the beginning of the series because I think she said she was sixteen. Because when... at some point he he abandons her after some kind of there's some kind of thing and like he leaves her behind because that's what she's all mad about. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He she said she was sixteen. I don't know how old she is during Rogue One, but we can do some uh, digging. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, she was born in twenty one BBY. So if you figure the show takes place in. Um, BBY. She was 15 when she left. Yeah, so she probably leaves Saw Gerrera right around this time. So you think it's or, or she? Get, I'm sorry, she gets abandoned by Saw. Yeah. Do you think we see that? I don't know. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. They sne- if they sneak Felicity Jones in there, right? That'd be pretty cool. Like, because they don't have Cassian and Jin obviously can't meet. They don't know right. each other at the beginning of Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, Rogue One, when we were watching the movie, I was thinking about all these scenarios of like, oh, this can't happen or this has to happen, sort of thing. Right. Like some of these characters can't meet. Right. But I mean, they can. They can probably have. I feel like Mon Mothma might be some of the glue to this because they never say like who Mon Mothma has met and hasn't met. Well, um, she she and Saw are queen because Saw was part of the rebellion at some point, and then he got extreme, and then he got starts like just murdering people, <laughs> and they're like, "Uh, we're not down with that." So yeah. you can take your murder squad somewhere else. And he's yeah. like, "Okay, yeah," and does that. <laughs> I I feel like we might see that too. We might see Saw get a little ex- extremist. Yeah, in at least one or two of these episodes, we might see a mission go awry and him just blow up bad people and innocent people at the same time or something. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> cool. Alright, so any anything else to do with the sneak peek? Uh, I think, what else the sneak peek? Yeah. We can always come back to yeah. it, too. Yeah. What did... Okay, so in the theater, seeing Rogue One again, in the, I know we watch it probably every so often just for funsies. Right. Um, how did it feel seeing it in the theater again? It was nice. It was nice to see it nice and big. Yeah. Uh, some of the effects looked better on the big screen than they do on your TV, which yeah. I was surprised by. Yeah, I mean, the special effects in this movie, like, talk about, like, holding up. Like, they still look better than, like, some of the stuff coming out today. Yeah. I think. Well, like, one thing I said after we got out of the theater, and I was like, Tarkin did not look as bad as I remember him looking. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the whole full CG Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Well, he's Governor Tarkin at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think he looks good. It's just every, I mean, you know, it's six years old, but uh, just something with his talking maneuvers. They hadn't necessarily nailed that down yet. But 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 if you look at Luke and Mando season two, yeah. they're getting they're definitely... right. But I mean that that's a little bit different because they're using a fake rather than, rather yeah. than Tarkin was a full like CG yeah, no, no, no. yeah yeah no I get it I get it um but like the. You know, them just trying to do the whole right. de-aging thing just in general. Um, or in this case, that wouldn't be de-aging, that would be up-aging. Because I think the actor they got was younger. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah they, they, just, they, they literally just jarred him. Like, he's, you know... <laughs> yeah. They had a body there, and they just uh, did a whole jar thing for his face. <laughs> yeah. So, how do we... Going back to the sneak peek thing. Do you think... We'll, I mean, not that we want to see this because it's terrible, but do you think we're going to see Cassian as a young boy witnessing his dad get hung? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, there's a couple scenes in the trailer of a young, of a child yeah. that I'm assuming is, is Ander. Yeah, Ander. I'm going to keep saying Ander all episode. He's going to be Ander all episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. 
Yeah, so, I mean, seeing Rogue One again in the theater was, yeah, pretty awesome. I, I don't get me wrong, I liked the, I, I love the first act. The second act is pretty good. The first, uh, and then the third act is just mind-blowing. Yeah. The, that, that's what I was looking forward to, like, as soon as, you know, the movie started, I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see the Scarif battle again. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, yeah Scarabelle did not disappoint. It's yeah. still great. We should do an episode on the best battles. Like, because yeah. we got Hoth, we got Scarif, we got Death Star 1, Death Star 2. Yeah, Andor. Yeah. Uh, Genosis. Yeah. We got a lot of good battles. Uh, we should do a ranking at yeah. some point. Maybe next week. Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yeah. We got some good battles. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really like a galactic battle, but you could, you could argue that the... The Spice Mountain Kessel battle is a battle. You know, Han Solo and... Wookiees. Yeah. Freeing the Wookiees. Anyway. Um, okay. So, let's talk about post-movie. All right. We went to Scum and Villainy Cantina for our first time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was pretty chill, actually. Like, on a Sunday. Like, I was expecting it's a weekend. You know, it might be a little busy, but it was pretty chill. Yeah, we had no problem getting a booth, like one of those little cool, like yeah. you know, half you know, half dome booths. Yeah, they had two open. I think we got one. Um, there's, I'd say, including us, as far as patrons, there's probably only a good twenty five people. So yeah. it was pretty cool. I, I definitely, uh, for any listeners that are looking to visit uh, that place or any local people in California that want to go, I mean, if you haven't been already. Um, definitely go it was yeah pretty, it was, it's it's well worth it it's super cool yeah. that the decorations are cool they have like the the weird like light across thing from like uh the most icy cantina yeah, yeah. the bar section has a whole bunch of like ig heads painted yeah. with, like sci-fi decorations yeah yeah and uh the food was we, we had some let's see we, we, had, we had tots yeah i got well yeah kyle and i got tots he got the uh what was it the imperial at tots yeah they're like Garlicky, yeah, they're, no, they're gar- amazing. Uh, garlic, parma- uh, garlic truffle oil, yeah, yeah, parma- yeah. Anyway, and I got the uh, Vader tots, yeah, and I got some wings. That a cute name, I forgot. Uh, all, all wings, wings reporting report- in, <laughs> all wings reporting. There you go. And then we also got some fish and chips that didn't have anything to do with Star Wars, but they had a, a funny fantasy name to him. I forget what from what, but um, and then yeah, we had some drinks. The drinks were pretty good. I mean, it wasn't it, the drinks like I mean they're not. What I liked about it was they were on theme, and while yeah. they weren't like cheap, cheap, they were still affordable. For, they weren't bad for a bar. For what? Yeah, for what you would expect, like at a themed bar, they were decently priced. Right. And another cool thing, uh, they have like this uh, jukebox app sort of thing that you can get, um, and you can like pretty much request whatever music you want to play. It is a preset playlist of like different artists. Um, from like Terminator score to Weird Al to 80s new wave music is a pretty good selection um, you guys can request all that in there too um, so yeah I just wanted to give a shout out to the Scum and Villainy Cantina they were it was a good time there yeah we'll uh, definitely be going back again at some point for, for some fun stuff yeah it's also like I was telling Kent uh, it's also if you're if you guys are all familiar with Kevin Smith he, he posts a video podcast there once a week from time to time mm-hmm uh, usually on YouTube, uh, it's called Fat Man Beyond, where they talk about all pop culture stuff. Mm. So it's a pretty good, you know. So if you want to see what it looks like without having, you know, if you can't get there, like that's probably this a good way to kind of see what check it out. But it's not, 
It seems smaller than it seems on the on the YouTube video. Yeah, it wasn't a huge. <laughs> no, place. it wasn't. Yeah, was, for some reason I thought it was bigger. So like, I'm trying to imagine like if you fill it full of people for like these events, like how many people are actually in there? Can't be much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we did that, and then after that, we went to the Funko store. We got there, like, with 10 minutes left to spare. Shout out to the door guy. Didn't get his name, but he let us in. He was not to let anybody in, but he let us in because I yeah. begged. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we got to go in. We Unfortunately, I didn't, we didn't get to see the Star Wars no. portion of the store because it was kind of uh, blocked off there. But I did get a Jar Jar number 500 or 504, I think, is his one. I, I got a Jar Jar Pop. And it's the Clone Wars Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the OG... Because the OG Jar Jar is like number like seventeen or something, and he's worth like I think two hundred dollars right now. Something. Yeah. So, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. You, who was gonna pay two hundred dollars for a Jar Jar pop? Well, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I got that, and uh, it was a good time. It was a cool, cool store. Yeah. They definitely have themed. Yeah. They not do. not rooms per areas. se, but areas. Yeah. yeah. So if you're they pretty much have anything for any sort of nerd. They have a DC portion, a Marvel portion. They have, they have a Marvel room, a Harry Potter room, a DC room, a Star Wars room. Yeah. Uh, they have a they have a horror room, which I didn't get to see. Yeah. They have like plus it's like the, the store is fun because a lot of like photo ops and <clears> things. <throat> what I'm with the one problem that shows with that store is that they have a lot of things that are like very like built and they're built to last, but it's for like fandoms that. Maybe we're on the wane right now. So, like, the Harry Potter room is cool, but they're not doing a lot of Harry Potter stuff right now in general. So, yeah. how that room starts looking kind of empty? Yeah, that's as far as the, like product. That's kind of the vibe I got from the this Thanos like portion of Marvel. Yeah. It was like he had a gigantic portion of the wall dedicated to him. I was like, well, he's dead now, right? <laughs> in multiple and multiple universes, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean he's still pretty cool but like, at least Marvel is still putting stuff out so they can fill the room with like new Marvel merch yeah. but like the Harry Potter room was like there wasn't anything I kind of poked my head in there to see if there's anything new because my wife's really into Harry Potter but there was not anything worth writing home about currently because yeah. <laughs> even the pops was like all pops I'd seen before and they're a couple years old they're doing more like the like the diorama ones for Harry Potter right now which are not anything I want to do mess with but yeah some of those oversized ones they're cool looking um, but yeah. if you're one of the guys that, like me, like, never takes them out of the box, it's kind of unfulfilling because you don't get to connect them. Yeah. I want to connect them, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, i got to leave it in the box. They're cool in the box. I like Easier it. the dust in the box. Huh? Easier the dust in the box. Yeah, true, true. Well, yeah, it's like they have the uh, the one I, that is really cool. I've seen it a couple of times. Is They have the Obi-Wan on, the, on his Yopi. And it's really cool, but it's giant. And I like I don't have room for a giant Obi-Wan on a Yopi pop, so... I will not get it, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into the real serious conversation here. Okay. Okay. So Alan Tudyk was announced as he's going to be reprising his role as K2SO okay. in Rogue One. But then later on, they kind of backed off and said right. that Maybe he won't be in there. We know that a second season of Andor is confirmed. Right. It will begin filming in November of 2022. Right. Pretty soon. Um, so my question is... Do you think we see K2SO in first season, or do we have to wait until the second season? Because we know that Andor has to meet at some point and reprogram them. I, I think it's second season. I think it's going to be on, as, a, as part of one of his missions in, in season two. That he has to get an Imperial droid. Right. Or, well, he, well, he. I'm going to say that he has to get into some Imperial facility, and the way he does that 
is by capturing and reprogramming a droid to get him in. Yes. <clears throat> so you think we see Alan Tudyk in season two? I think so. Yeah, because we haven't seen him really say anything about, oh, yeah, I'm filming this uh, Andor thing. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. he doesn't really have to do too much filming because it's just his voice. Because theoretically, they could they could just have him record, do the voice recording and then yeah. just have someone else do the standing. Even though he did, he was on set doing like the the mocap for yeah. it. They could, he was doing the stilt thing yeah, for, they, a, for a little bit. Right. They could technically not have him do that part of it and just use his voice. I don't know. Yeah. So question here is okay so Favreau and Filoni okay. don't really have too much to do with this I'm sure they're referred to like every once in a while like right. hey can we do this is that okay um, sort of thing but Favreau and Filoni have they're more or less building their own little Star Wars universe in this post Return of the Jedi world between Mando Book of Boba Fett Ahsoka all this stuff they're all more or less internet connected they recently come out and even said like that's part of the fun and the fabric of it right. all is that they're all interconnected right so one of the one of the huge things that they have in their show that is fun but also it's getting i don't want to use this word ridiculous it's not ridiculous that's too strong of a word um it's getting just a little you know, if it doesn't happen you're a little disappointed they more or less have a cameo of the week Right. That they do. They're kind of known for doing that right now. Whether it's a character from um, a book or if it's a character from Clone Wars or anything like that. Um, every other week we were getting like this fun cameo in any one of their shows. Do you think... Especially season two. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. And Book of Boba Fett. Every other week we were yeah. getting stuff. Because season one of Mando was pretty straight just Mando characters. There was yeah. no expanded universe stuff in there. And yeah. then they kind of like backdoored them in the second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my so my question is, since they're not really doing too much of the producing or anything on the, on Andor, do you think Andor kind of keeps it up as far as having a fun cameo thing every couple episodes, or do you think they go more s- straight spy thriller action? I think they go straight spy thriller. I think the cameos we have already seen is probably it plus maybe a couple more like uh, I would not be surprised if we saw a younger uh, Jimmy Smith doing Bail Organa maybe as a cameo that might be one cameo that they're going to surprise us with yeah because he's still kind of roaming around and hanging out with Mon Mothma um, we could see we could see an Emperor cameo of all people yeah because you can see Mon Mothma having a meeting with, with Palpatine or like because there are scenes in the trailer of the Senate so we could see like we could see a, a, a Palpatine addressing the Senate scene possibly that would be pretty awesome actually yeah I almost feel like it'd be crazy to have like one on one scenes with him I could see him being in like um propaganda a la maybe he's on like holocrons right. saying like like um, not like submit to the Empire but do something with the Empire it'll make yeah. your life better or whatever because part of as I'm thinking about because part of the reason I'm saying that is that when we were at Celebration this last time there was a lot of uh, push about Ian McDermott being there like he had his own panel and everything and it seems like a lot of push for him being there for his little like two minutes of Kenobi mm-hmm. so I feel like he's going to be used in some other things Andrew is the only thing that makes any kind of sense for him to be in Short of one of him showing up as a clone or whatever in Mando, or like kind of linking into the the sequel trilogy in, in the um, in the Mando stuff, yeah, or possibly in the Ahsoka stuff. Mm. Other than that, like Andrew's the only thing that he really makes any sense to show up in. Yeah. 
Hmm. Okay. On that note, so you think no cameos, but let's just say, let's just have some fun with it. What character from Rogue One that hasn't been mentioned already okay. do you think would be the most fun to see pop up? That's, that could possibly pop up? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Galen Urso? Galen? Krennic. No, take it back, Krennic. Yeah, that's a good one. I think a Krennic cameo would be pretty amazing. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. But if he did show up, uh, I feel like it wouldn't be till season two. Yeah. They might do something that they did with Mando. They might go pretty low key on season one, and then in season two, they'll be like, oh, we're getting our cameos well, every other yeah, week. Yeah, because season one's going to be, you know, five, Setting up five years before, and it, it takes place over a year. Yeah. Season two, I guess, is going to be like that two to five year gap yeah. between Rogue One. Like I was saying on, on Sunday when we watched the movie, I feel like part of. The crux of season two is Ander getting the mission <laughs> to uh, hearing the rumors about Urso and how to figure out where Jin is in prison and like trying to track her down. I think yeah. it's gonna be part of the the crux of season two. Yeah, I see that. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Ander sneak peek or anything um, like that? I don't think so. I think we kind of covered it. again because yeah. we did because we did do a, a deeper dive in the Rogue One a year ago. So yeah. check that out. Yeah. This is just gonna be kind of surface because you know I yeah. don't want to uh, rehash. Yeah, rehash too much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, I I'm sure we're gonna see some stuff you know leaking or popping up online. If you guys are one of those that watch we're, that sort of what, thing, what a month out. Less, uh, less than a month. Yeah, we're about... August, or we're just... September 21st? Yeah, we're just a hint over three weeks away. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, pretty much we're... I think we talked about this before, that we're, we get through the rest of She-Hulk, and then they'll drop Ander. Yeah. Because uh, it seems like they've kind of learned a lesson from the Ms. Marvel Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, they, they dropped them at the same time, and it was rough because people had to pick one or the other. So I think they're they're being smarter about this, and I think that's why Ander moved. Yeah. It looks definitely like, yeah, so Wednesdays are going to be our Andor days. Yep. Um, so every Wednesday we will be getting Andor. And we're getting three to begin with. Three to begin with, and then one a week after that. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So we look forward to it. Um, we might do a Battles episode next week because we were just talking about it, and that sounds kind of fun, actually. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure to check us out on all of our social media, Blue... Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even TikTok. Um, <clears throat> do we have pictures uh, of us at the, at the at the Feeling Cantina? On the, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we have some photos online. They're on definitely on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I don't think I posted any on Twitter yet or TikTok yet, but they're there if you guys want to see us uh, and our beautiful faces doing our thing. We Actually, oh, one quick thing, one very quick thing. Uh, at the, I think it's... it's today or yes tomorrow is the last day for it actually um well no because they have more stuff coming up so i'm so sorry so at el capitan theater in hollywood quick promo for them even though we're not getting paid or anything no problem um not a sponsor yeah yeah not, <laughs> not a sponsor um they're they have uh they're doing uh coco they're doing Encanto, they're doing stuff they have this disney plus irl yeah irl thing in there i call it their basement but it's like their sub level room oh, the bathrooms are yeah they have really cool photo ops in there though um, to do with cars, to do with Encanto, to do with 
um, Doctor Strange to deal with Star Wars. They're all pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you guys are SoCal-based, I definitely recommend hitting up the El Capitan Theater for any one of those engagements and checking out the rooms and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you guys so much for listening uh, this week. Chris, what would you like to leave with the good people? Uh, I don't think I've talked about it yet, but if you haven't, uh, check out Sandman on Netflix. It's uh, super great. You started it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, about uh, a little over halfway in okay. right now. Cool. No, it's really good. It's it's real weird. I mean, you have to like Neil Gaiman, but if you like Neil Gaiman, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, I haven't read all the graphic novels, but from what I've read and what I've talked to other people who have, it's super faithful. Like, it's it's it's... They make some changes to modernize some of it, but in general, like, the, the beats are all there, and it's really great. Cool. Very good. Uh, and what I will leave you guys with this week is uh, make sure to uh, stay hydrated as we end up this... And round out the summer here and head into okay. the fall. Um, and, um... Yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening. May the force be with you. Have a good week. Ah, <laughs> ah,